you ever feel that during your journey through life that you're ill-prepared for the challenges that you face? Do you feel that you just don't have the necessary provisions for your journey? Do you feel that your journey through life is like traveling a desert road and the destination just doesn't seem to be getting any closer? Welcome to Traveling Desert Roads Podcast. I'm Joe Todd, and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scriptures, we're going to walk through life and possibly some of our own desert roads while allowing the Scriptures to teach, equip, comfort, and prepare us for life's journey. The Bible was God-inspired for knowing what to do in life's most difficult situations. Together, we travel our desert roads while digging into the Holy Scriptures to equip ourselves for those journeys. Come, let the Holy Spirit be our guide and give us the provisions that we need so we are never alone, even when we feel like we are traveling desert roads. Let's begin our journey, shall we? Good morning and welcome to another Traveling Desert Roads. Today we are going to be getting into um, Romans 12. Uh, so let's begin in prayer. Heavenly Father, creator of all your children, Almighty God, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for air in our lungs, Lord. Thank you for you sending Jesus to earth to teach us how to live and to die for our sins. Lord, we graciously accept that gift and we pray that this message is of you, not of me, and that it will benefit your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, if you turn to chapter 12 in Romans, um, the... Uh, it's funny because I was praying about what what scripture to use, and Romans 12 came up, and I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know if that's really the, you know, if that's just something that my mind picked up, and, you know, I was talking with my wife about it, so we were coming back from um, a birthday party, and she read it, and like, ooh, forgot that was in there, ooh, that's interesting, so I thought, well, maybe, maybe it was, so, all right, so we're going to do Romans 12, and just, uh, let's dig in, and I am using the New King James Version, starting at verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, um, one thing that I've been, you know, listening to about is, you got to think, our God is holy, which means that nothing comes before him that is impure. Meaning, so so we who have sinned, because the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, we've all sinned. And because we have all sinned, we cannot enter the throne room. We can't be with God. But Jesus Christ died for our sins no matter what you've done, if you accept Jesus Christ in your heart, you confess him as Lord, that you, re, that you um, stop sinning, we call that repenting, if you stop the sin, you ask for forgiveness, God is faithful and he will set the knowledge of your sins as far, or our sins I should say, because I'm a sinner too, um, as far as east is to west. Um and we have to live holy. What that you know, we because we've all sinned, that's gotta be a tough thing. I mean, you gotta think this is reasonable service. It's not like, well, this is great service. This is yeah, it's reasonable for you to be holy. Um, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And, and living sacrifice means that you are living 
but you are giving stuff up. I mean, it's like, you know, we're not here on this earth as a full-time gig. I mean, this is a temporary, very small portion of what's going to be, what's coming, what is coming when we, when we're with Christ forever. This is just basically a dress rehearsal. And uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have to renew our mind. And, and one of the things that I keep hearing on the radio is that we should not be looking at, at, at life from the vantage point of earth, but as the vantage point from heaven. We need to be living each day to by thinking basically what would Jesus do, right? And by getting into that mode, we would probably make a lot of choices differently than the, what we're making now. You know, on earth, we, we tend to get surrounded by, you know, our concerns or whatever, you know, that, that we don't, we aren't able to make the decisions that we need to. But when we look at it from the vantage point of heaven, it takes on a totally new meaning. Um, we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We need to constantly renew. We have to constantly renew. We have to constantly renew what Christ has done for us. You know, be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Well, how do you transform and how do you renew your mind? Well, every day, you know, getting into the Word of God, praying to God what He wants you to do um, is a great start. Because as we get into the Word, you know, the Psalms or Proverbs says, you know, the Word of God, maybe it's not even that, the Word of God never comes back void. So as we read the Word, even though you might not think anything is taking place, something, something is happening, something is taking place. Um, For I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. We all have a different job to do, a different measure of faith. And, you know, God has given us grace. Um, and we got to be careful not to think of ourselves better than what we are. My wife and I always talk about, like, well, we know when we start to think we're doing pretty good, then we're probably doing something really bad. You know, when, when, when we're so sure of ourselves, then there's something that we probably are missing, something big. So, you know, and that's one thing that by getting into the Word, we're constantly renewing our mind that, that it'll show us the things that we need to do, that we need to, to work on. Because, you know, we're always going to be working on getting better. You know, you know I always refer to the weight, weight clinic, bigger, faster, stronger. You know, we're always going to be working. We're always going to have to have to do more um, because we're constantly growing. So things are going to change. You know, there's going to be times in your life when, you know, when you're ready for the next step, something else is going to take, something else is going to um, happen, okay? And one pastor's book that I read said, you know, okay, well, let's look at it this way. Um, you know, once you start getting comfortable in your life, boom, you get married. And then uh, once you get comfortable in that, boom, you have a kid. And, you know, it just, it's a, it's a constant growth. And I'm having problems with my background, so I'm going to try to reset this one more time.
Yeah, that's a little bit better, and I don't know how long it's going to last. I'll continue on if the if it if it happens again. Um, for as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Um, we each have a gift that God has given us. And if you really want to if you really want to get into this, go back go back to previous podcasts where we talked about spiritual gifts and go through go through that and find out what your spiritual gift is. We all have a job to do. And this is the tough part is because when we think that our job is just to attend church and pay our tithe, we our church, our local body church, and the worldwide church is not running on all four cylinders or whatever, how many cylinders we have. Like, you know, um, It's not running on all of our cylinders. It's not running as smoothly as it should. So it becomes a very tough place. I mean, think about this. If we all, um, if everybody in the church tithed, the church would have a lot more resources to help help people out. You know, and, you know, that's just one aspect. That's a very small part. You know, giving back what a portion of what God gave to us. Um, but your, your, the gifts that you have, you know, if it's um, having the gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let, them, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. Um, he who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Whatever the job is, and my background is going away, so I'm going to continue to talk. But whatever the the gift is that God has given us, the gift that we're to use, um, we need to be using that. And it's a tough piece. It really is. Don't you find it? I mean, it's so much easier. I, and I find myself in this all the time. It, it took me a long time, if you remember from previous podcasts, to actually tell my pastor, hey, I'm available, whatever you want. These are the gifts that I be believe that I have. And, um, you know, and quite honestly, I was grateful that he hasn't asked me to do anything yet. And how sad is that? You know, um, I want to do whatever God wants me to do. And that's the truth. But my earthly side needs to be renewed every day, my mind, just like the beginning of this, this chapter. Because um, when, we, when we get tied with earthly things, we don't want to get hurt. We don't want you know, to fail. We don't want to, I mean, there's all these issues that come up. And let me, be, let me assure you that God gave you the gifts. And if you are in his will, it's going to be all right. With God, all things are possible. Our, there's nothing bigger than our God. It's like the song, Our God's bigger than the boogeyman. Our God's bigger than the boogeyman. It's, it's an amazing thing. And it's, but we need,
to do it. And it says, let it, let it be by our faith. We shouldn't do, um, you know, we shouldn't go too crazy with it. Well, God says that, uh, you know, I'm supposed to prophesy, so I'm just going to start prophesying over everybody. Well, don't go farther than, you know, than he's told you. You know, don't let it go to your head either. And the one of the things is why some churches don't talk about spiritual gifts is because, you know, um, we don't want people to say, I really want the gift of pastoring, or I really want the gift of evangelism, or I really want the gift of healing. We are supposed to um, want the greater gift. And what is the greater gift? The greater gift is whatever is needed in the situation that you're in right now. I mean, let's say that you let's say that you have the gift of healing, and somebody needs to be cheered up. They need exhortation, or let's say that somebody needs to organize stuff. It's it's amazing when everybody is doing the same goal, and really, again. To be on the same goal, we have to be seeing it from the vantage point of heaven. Because that's when we'll do a better job. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. You know, we need to love everyone. Without hypocrisy. Without, well, I'm going to love you, but I'm not going to love him because... He eats too much, or because he sins this way. <clears throat> We're all sinners. We all need love. We all need companionship. We all need to be part of a family. And that family is the family of Christ, of Jesus Christ. Be affectionate to one another with brotherly love, and honoring, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulations, because we are going to have tribulations, continuing steadfast in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, giving to hospitality, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Can you imagine having to bless somebody who has cursed you? Somebody who is doing you harm? God has called us to bless them, to pray for them. If you have a boss that that is getting on your nerves, you need to be praying for them. You're like, what? You don't know what he's doing. I don't care. I know what the Bible says, and the Bible says that we are supposed to pray. And that we are going to go through troubles, and we need to be patient through those troubles. You know, we're going through something saying, Lord, what can I learn from this? And that's, I mean, I, I, I know I'm coming off as this, wow, this is just so easy, but I'm going through it, and it's not that easy. But these are the things that when we start transforming, re renewing our mind and doing what God has called us to do, um, it makes a lot more sense. So bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. You know, don't, don't say, well, I'm only going to be around these people because they're happy. Be of the same mind towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Never re repay no one evil for evil. Because somebody got you, you pray that God blesses them. Somebody stole your money, pray, that, pray for whatever need that they have. 
Pray for healing to their brother or sister. Pray for a job for them. Isn't that tough? Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it's possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. It's so, I mean, you know, one thing, I was, I was hiking yesterday, and uh, I was telling my friend, like, you know, one thing I like about my wife, you know, I really love about my wife, is it seems like when I'm having a bad mood, she is very grounded. And when she's having a, a bad mood, it seems like I'm very grounded. Like, I was driving home one day, and I was just on fire. I had just, I had just uh, um, did one of these podcasts, and the and it, the word just spoke to me so much, and I was just so pumped up about it, and I was so on fire. And I came home, and she was the exact opposite. She was so tired. She was so blah, you know. And you know, it seems like. When I'm like, bah, she's on fire, or vice versa. And it works really well. And imagine if, if, if you, when you're blah, and no one's there to help you. You know, no church family. I mean, it doesn't have to be a spouse, but a brother, a sister in Christ. Try to live peaceably with everyone. Beloved, do not avenge yourself, but rather give the place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. It's not your job to get even. If somebody hurts you, you pray for them. Not pray that they're going to get hit by a bus, that you pray blessings on them. You let the Lord God handle any, any repayments. Because it's his. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So don't let bad things happen to you and be overcome by it. Know that your God is stronger than everything. Our God is stronger than everything. So amazing. God is so amazing. And he loves you. And he loves me. And one thing I want to do in closing is if you have not accepted that personal relationship with Jesus Christ, very simply, pray with me. Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. I want to turn from my sins. Help me to turn from my sins. I make a decision today to follow you, Lord God. I ask Jesus to come into my heart that you baptize me in the Holy Spirit. That you fill me to overflowing. That you show me the plans that you have for me. And from this moment on, I want to live for your kingdom. If you've done that, then you've accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, the Bible says, you are now my brother or sister in Christ. And now God's going to train you from the inside out. And for those of you that prayed it again, that's called a rededication. I've done that a lot. God can use you. I don't care what age you are. I don't care if you're three years old or I don't care if you're 103. God has a plan for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. We have a job. 
Let's go out and do that job. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Praise you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, let this, let this word meditate on our hearts, mind, soul, and strength today and this week. And let us put it into action. God, just protect us and use us. In Jesus' name. God bless you and your family this week. Amen.